You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Well, good morning, America, and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we're here at the round table. I'm at the rectangle table, (laughs) and uh, Mr. Jim Weber is holding down the round table as his... uh, Harry partner is on a tour. I guess he's he's, headed he's, for he's the on tour. A, he's on his way. On his way. Yeah, yeah. He tows Saturday and Sunday. It seems like, and uh, I, I know. Uh, I hope he brought his brill cream with him. I'm I'm sure. Well, if not, he's got some axle grease or something. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I'm sure Steve will make out just fine. Yeah. Um, we had a great show last week, and we've got another great show this week. We've got. Uh, Pat Swigert calling in. Everybody knows Pat. I guess she's a she's a reputation within herself. For well, some, I don't and know, one of the oldest car museums in the country, if not yeah. the world. She makes Bat Masterson look like nothing. You know? <laughs> anyway, we got Pat Swigert calling in, talking about the uh, tour uh, that they're going to be doing that she's involved with. And then we have uh, Debbie Nolan. Uh, the, this is the uh, southeastern tour, and then we also have or eastern tour. I eastern tour. And uh, then we have um, uh, Mark uh, Eckert. Isn't that right? Uh, calling uh, yeah. in, uh, and he'll be on our last segment. And we're we're just talking tours today, so well, it's going to be a, a very very good show. It's summer. It's summer, and uh, spring is sprung, fall is fell, yeah, summer's and, and here, and it's stuff, hot as hell. <laughs> and the car stuff starting. I mean, whether you've got a British car or a German car, or an Italian car, or a French car, the car shows are happening. The car shows are happening. Uh, this month is the the Porsche Club Parade up in in Vermont, and of course that's all over the country. That's be gorgeous. Oh yeah, it's up at one of the ski resorts. And the Alpha Club's right up here in Nashville next week, and they're at the Lane Museum. And the Frist has got the Italian custom-bodied car show up there. Like Chattanooga, isn't it? No, Nashville. Nashville, yeah. I'm sorry. And we, like, you know, the high, Ken Gross gets an accumulation of cars together and takes them to museums, art museums. And they're either Art Deco cars or they're specialty cars or streamlined cars. And anything on that order, custom body cars, and Ken puts some incredible shows together. And he used to be the curator at the Peterson Museum in Los Angeles. So that's well, and then I mean, the, the good guys shows are coming, car, the hot rod shows, and the National Street Rod Association will be in Louisville in August, and it's just car show, car cars all summer. You know, Jim, it's just like um, we we have supported and still do support and uh, interviewed a number of museums. As these tours are happening and the events are happening, I just highly recommend that if no matter where you're going on vacation, uh, you and your family, and you're going to Nashville or you're going, put a car thing in your right. in your in your idea of taking the kids somewhere. Um, particularly if, if you're a grandparent and you're going to be with your grandkids, take them to one of these events. Take them to a museum. Do something with them that, that about the old cars, so the classic cars, so they'll know 
what it was like. What it was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, as things are progressing, uh, we're close to uh, the the driverless car now, I it's, guess. It's coming. Uh, and, you know, good or bad, I'm not, I'm not going to be judgmental on that, but at the same token, um, there's so much history in the cars. And, and the reasons, for whatever reason, it was made this way or for whatever reason the design was to be more aerodynamic or, or this or that or whatever but it, it there's there's so much history in the in the classic car hobby and industry well it, and it's just when you look at the evolution of it from the 1890s Duryea and and that whole group and 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 you come up to today and then you've got Google Developing the driverless car, and they've gone out and hired car people. A guy running the projects, John Kraftchik, who was at Ford and then at Hyundai, and he's a, he's a car guy. In fact, I think he's got a Lotus Super Seven, if I'm not mistaken. But my point is, it's this whole evolution that's going on. But here, here's something else crazy going on. My understanding is the state of California has decided, or they're trying to implement taking 80s cars off the road. They figure 70s and back would be classic and antique, but 80s to try and get rid of more smog, which that's the thinking out there. (laughs) They they think? Was that after the first or the second joint? I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, then SEMA had to go up against... uh, NHTSA, I believe it was recently, because they wanted race cars to run with smog controls. So, but it, it, what people don't realize, and and I get into this discussion, you, you, you've got three categories of cars. You've got the all-electric car, then you've got the hybrid, which is the electric with a gasoline engine to support it, and then you, of course you've got the pure gasoline or fossil fuel cars. And I got into a discussion with someone recently that he is so pro-electric and i looked at him and i said well what do you do when the grid goes down well what do you mean the grid goes down and i said well the grid in the northeast went down about six years ago and i said we had a blackout in new york i said what are you going to do then you can't drive the car and i said how much energy does it take to generate the electricity and i said your people in Washington are shutting down the coal plants and trying to close the coal mines, and they're trying to eliminate fossil fuels. So what are you, what are you going to do? How are you going to charge it? And then I told him, and he's from Atlanta, I said, do you realize, oh, well, my friend's got a Tesla. And I said, well, i got two friends with Teslas, and they love them. But Tesla's got about a 230-mile range. But a Nissan Leaf, you cannot drive to Macon. What's making 90 miles from here? <laughs> you can't drive it there because it's got a range less than that, and the range is reduced when you run the air conditioner, and the range is reduced in the in the winter because the the battery efficiency goes down with the cold weather. So, be that as it may, the Leaf is an ideal city car. It's a great car to run around in in the city. And it's a non-polluter. But you go on the road with it, 
you can't go far. Tesla has set up a beautiful infrastructure of superchargers, as they call them, charging stations throughout the country. And, and it, it, it's, it's a nice car. Okay, let, let's address the grid going down for a second. If I'm at home, the grid goes down, and I have a Tesla or I have an all-electric car, can I pull out my portable generator? I don't know. And I would pump imagine. Up, pump up the batteries? Yeah but, yeah, but the problem then is, what are you going to do when you run out of fossil fuel because the pumps don't work to go pump it? <laughs> then, then you're, I think the term is SOL? Well, either that or you get a 500-gallon tank. <laughs> I, I don't even know that I want to. I had, yeah. I had two when I bought my house. I had this the people that I bought it from. I knew them. And yeah. They were up. He was an engineer, and and uh, and uh, she was a, a sharpshooter. And we have. I still have the range in my basement that she had set up in the crawl space, where she could practice her shooting at, at home. But anyway. Uh, they had two gallon drums of gasoline. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh yeah! And uh, they they sort of got upset with me when I had them come pump them out and and uh, well you know my goodness we kept them fresh and we they put all the stuff. But in But that them. was pre ethanol days too. Oh, yeah, don't forget. Yeah. 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 And uh, and and their thinking was well how are you turning down such a gift we gave you in the backyard because I don't want it to go off sometime and well, yeah, yeah. blow the side out of the mountain. That's like getting four bricks of C4 or something. Yes. <laughs> <You're dead. laughs> anyway, he was prepared for, and this goes back 40 years ago when the when the Ruskies were coming or whatever. Well, remember know. the bomb shelters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly I do. Yeah. Certainly I do. And so but, it's, you know, the car, I, I want to get back to emphasizing that sure. people should take their their kids to one of these tours. I agree. You know, it, it's sort of like, uh, and one of the people at Mark will be talking to, they have a twist on what they do. They don't, uh, a lot of tours go by or go through the cities and go on <sighs> out in the country and keep on going. Whereas this tour, they come into town and they park in town. Yes. And let people walk around and, and see them. And if you're in a situation like that, with them, what a what a wonderful way to spend a day with, with your kids and well, your grandfather had a car like that, or your great-great-grandfather had a car like this, or, you know, and they had that running board for this, or, you know, Well, and the, the, the stories are what I think is neat. Absolutely. Because you talk about it, and you and I have got stories we can't tell on the air about cars. But anyway, my point is it, it's part of family. Mm-hmm. Cars are part of family. If you lived in the country, you had to have a car, a pickup truck, to go to town, either for market or groceries or to take your produce in. If you live in the city, you can usually get away without owning one, but you'd either rent one to go out of the city or you'd take a cab somewhere. So it's... It's an essential part, whether we want to accept it or not. And, but, you know, it's sort of like all these uh, tree huggers that beat on their chest, of, uh, you know, in clean air and all this kind of stuff, and yet take their car away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Those are the people, though, that deservedly so drive the Priuses 
and and the Honda version and and whatever version of hybrid. And there's so nothing much. there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I, I agree. Some, um, but not all of them do, no. and certainly not the head that's leaving his footprints all over with his jets and everything else. So. <laughs> yeah. we, we, oh, yeah. won't, we won't talk Our, about Big Al. Oh, but are we talking about carbon footprint? Now? Yeah. <laughs> we, and, and we won't mention Al's name, but... Uh, yeah. It's, anyway. uh, the, you know, the other the other thing I, I notice, and I was on the East Coast this week on business, and I'm going to kind of put the soapbox up for a minute. The distracted driving is still going on. <laughs> They're still using cell phones handheld when they drive instead of hanging it up or, or doing, you know, a remote type thing with Bluetooth like I have. The, and I, and I, one example was a mom in a minivan in Philadelphia driving down 476 at 70 miles an hour, 5 miles an hour over the speed, or 15 over the speed limit. So, talking on a cell phone and speeding up and slowing down and speeding up and slowing down, which uh, is really not a good idea, especially when you have a bunch of children in the car. Well, I think David and I have worked uh, hard and really want to promote getting children and grandchildren into these car museums and looking at them and looking at the cars and the history in these museums just so that they can find out really what it was like when we were growing up. And uh, I I remember what my grandfather had and I had the privilege of waxing it and then of course it kind of evolved into my parents and parents' friends having cars and I grew up around sports cars. And it was a lot of fun, and I still continue it, and my children enjoy them. So that type of thing, it's a a lot of fun. It opens you up to America. You go on trips. And cars, to me, are a whole lot more fun than going and standing in a line for an hour or two waiting to get through TSA to fly somewhere. Or, besides doing that, uh, one of the other ways of getting around, and I'm going to kind of switch a little bit, is the fact of how successful Uber and some of them have been. And I'm just getting a message from David that we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back on the Classic Car Show. we got Pat Swigert on the line. She'll be with us, and uh, looking forward to chatting with her right after this. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. 
wealthy hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And as always, we do thank you for listening. And we want to say a very special thanks to a young lady that is kind enough to call in. And uh, I sort of got her at the last minute, but uh, she's very involved in the classic car hobby and uh, owns a museum and owns, uh, I don't know how many classic cars. And she is... What the, what is Stalwart? Is that the right name that I'm looking wonderful. for? Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. So that word. Hi, in Pat. The, <laughs> good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We we when he told me you'd be on. I I was up in your neck of the woods this week, by the way, up by uh, Allentown, uh, doing some work, and and uh, you didn't come up to see it. I didn't have time. I got in there Monday about three o'clock in the afternoon and left there yesterday afternoon to come back. But but you will see uh, Jim's better half, uh, Steve <laughs> Steve Ronaldo. Uh, he's up and he's he's dragging his trailer as we speak. Yeah. He should be there. Uh, I think he's tomorrow. up for Hershey for the tour, if I'm not mistaken. Well, this week is the elegance of Hershey. Yes, yes, so it I is. I believe that's probably why he's going to be up here. Yeah. I will. Well, he sure ain't elegant. No. I, I gotta... <laughs> He's a good guy, but he still has a few rough edges. We uh, we interviewed uh, the young man that's doing the auction this year that used oh, to be uh-huh. with the Kino Brothers. We had him on the air last week, and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a fun auction, and he's got some nice cars to sell, even cars that uh, are not too exotic. So that'll well, be there, last evening there was a reception down there, and I saw... All those cars and drool oh. the whole way through the building. Oh wow! Okay, well then you've you've been there firsthand. Absolutely. Well, so if you wanna if you wanna get me a nice present for for my birthday or something, why you know I'll just go ahead and use your credit card. Okay, which let me see if I got one that still imprints. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't imprint anymore. Now you slide the chip in. Well. You have the Founders Tour, and that's going to be your uh, your your game. Absolutely, in, in that's in July. It's going to be the 17th to the 21st. And um, we had another Founders Tour several years ago, which was actually more in Altoona. This one is going to be mostly in the Huntington area. Oh, wow. And um, we're really looking forward to it. We had it limited, have it limited to 100 cars. We kind of edged along a little bit and i think at this point we have 104 we we are do have some cancellations so we can uh, if anybody wants to still send in real quick and see i think we could probably take one or two more cars wonderful now what year era what years are we talking about on the founders 32 to 25 years old 
Oh, wonderful. Okay, Good. now now you you all have got a slogan, Pat, and I understand two out of three words in your slogan. Boats, bears, and buggies is your slogan. I understand boats, the classic boats, the the old um, uh, water wheel and all that, and and buggies. I certainly understand. How do you get a classic bear? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have quite quite a interesting venue going on because we're going to Penn's Cave, <clears throat> and that is uh, quite close to Huntingdon. It's the only cave that I am aware of that you ride through and uh, just kind of glide through the, all the water caverns, and wow. and then it does go out onto the lake if the weather's permitting. But secondly, they also have a wildlife park, and so you take a ride on a on a uh, bus and go through the wild they advertise take a ride on the wild side <laughs> and that's where the bears come in wow that's... because it is absolutely phenomenal you drive through right through the areas where the animals are and elk and and all kind of deer and wolves they have uh quite a, a group of wolves there and uh, the bears and coyotes and it, it's just, I just love it. I I go over there as much as I can because it's it's just such a neat thing to drive through and look at the animals and it it calms you down if you need to be calmed down. Oh boy! Well, Dave and I'll be there right now. Okay. <laughs> Dave and I were talking about this earlier. Um, a question for you. Yes. The folks that are on the tour, do they ever bring their grandchildren or their children? Oh yes. Wonderful. Yep. So and, tours uh, are open for that. It, it, it certainly is. And, of course, this, this time, I think more so than any, um, we'll, on Sunday they have an optional tour to a trolley museum. And so that's always neat. And then we have our opening banquet that night. Well, then Monday we're going to be going over to Penn's Cave. And they also have a, a, a maze and it uh, it says, Get Lost in Prospector's Pete's Maze. And that's that's quite a fun thing. I must say, I'm not that adventuresome, so I've never tried that. But uh, I have talked to several people that did, and, and it's really neat. And then on Tuesday, why we have a boat ride on Raystown Lake. And that's the largest man-made lake in Pennsylvania. There's a 120-mile shoreline. Wow. And... Uh, and it, and it is a, a paddle boat, Pat, is that right? Um, no, no, this or? one is not a paddle boat. Oh, okay. But uh, really nice thing, you ride on the Princess, and, and uh, so we'll have have to have several groups do that. And then in the afternoon on Tuesday, they will be going to the Swigert Museum, which okay. is the oldest car museum in America. But yes. before we get to talking about the Swigert Museum, it's my understanding, and Steve, Steve and Jim both confirmed this and told me this, that the uh, tour is on July the 17th through the 21st, and they made you the chair of the tour because you guaranteed perfect weather. Is that Jim oh, and Steve absolutely. both? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. I'm just laughs> Okay. In Pennsylvania, we always have perfect weather. Even when, even when it rains, it's perfect. <laughs> but we're God's hoping for no rain that week. You, you, have you ever thought about running for governor? 
<laughs> that's more than I, I, I was in the political field for 32 years on a much, much smaller basis, and that's as high as I want to go. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're on the tour, and we're going to the Swigert Museum. Right. What are we going to see? Uh, well, this year, the director did something that I think was really neat when she told me. Our showcase spot has alternative transportation. And so she has some bicycles, and we have bicycles with the big wheel in the front and a little wheel in the back, and some vice versa. We have a, a bicycle built for two. And uh, then we also have pedal cars in there. We have scooters and tricycles. So it's really a neat, neat little display in our showcase spot. But, of course, as always, we have the two Tuckers. Uh, we have the only 12-cylinder Duesenberg that was ever made. And for the young at heart, we do have Herbie the Love Bug. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's... And so those, those are some of the drawing cards. And then we have another great group of cars, some one-of-a-kind ones. And uh, we're just always pleased to have people come in and see what we have in there. Um, you, you do rotate your show displays, don't you? If we I remember rightly, yeah. We take some out and right. put some back in. However, Herbie always stays, and the Tuckers always stay. Right, right. But that's the, go ahead. There are many people come just to see those cars. Yeah, that's because uh, I remember when we talked when we were doing museum interviews, and we talked to you, and that's another reason why people should come back every year. But the the big thing to me is is to bring the, the younger children and the grandchildren. Absolutely. Another neat thing that we're doing this year, and we're talking about the Founders Tour, uh, and on Thursday morning, our coffee stop will be at one of the Swigert's storage garages. Oh, oh that and is this neat. is something that uh, most people don't get to see when they come to the museum. So. We're really looking forward to that, and um, we'll be glad to have everybody come and check out what we have there. And so I, I think that'll be a really neat, neat time. Oh, Pat, yeah. Pat, this may sound a little crazy, but then again, you and I have gotten to know each other, and you can appreciate it. Since the last time that we interviewed you on about the Swigert Museum, are you seeing any change or difference in the folks that are coming through the museum in a year's time? Is it are are they happier or, or not as happy, or they they seeing the value of the museum more? Or, well, what's your what's your take on the on your on the folks that are coming to the museum? Well, our museum is in a very rural area, so it's not even though it's right on Route Twenty Two, which is was at one time the main road through Pennsylvania, um, we don't get a tremendous amount of through traffic. But there are a lot of people that have picked up brochures, have seen seen or heard about us, and so that's that's a real plus because most people enjoy coming in the only thing when they look at our building and then they come in, they say, we had no idea that you had all this in here. <laughs> it's bigger than, in here than what we thought. 
So that's that's the real plus. And this year, as I've said for many years, and this year they did put it on our sign that we're not just cars. Beautiful. We have uh, lots and lots of toys. We have a children's area. We have a car that you can sit in and get your picture taken. And so we just try to do something to accommodate everybody. Yeah, that's, that's great. Let's. Uh, we've got to uh, wrap this up. One more time, you want to just quickly go over the Founders Day tour and. Uh... Okay, again, it's uh, going to be July the 17th to the 21st. Even if they don't have a car, maybe they'd like to drive up to Huntingdon, see our lake, but also come and see the cars that are going to be there. What I hadn't mentioned was on Wednesday, we're going down through the Amish area and then we'll have lunch at a winery and at the. On Thursday, I will be going to another museum uh, that has just about everything imaginable, and we're also going to an alpaca farm. So uh, wow. it's going to be a really neat, fun-filled week, laid back, and I just hope everybody comes and enjoys themselves, and I would like you guys to come up and see us and come to the museum anytime. We're open from Memorial Day weekend until the end of October. Uh, uh, Pat, I, I hope to. It's just been one of these years where I've had a lot of uh, contract work, so which keeps me busy. In fact, I was on Route 22. I shouldn't tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, we're going we're gonna to have to close out. I want to yeah. thank you for calling in. And uh, we're going to be talking some more about the museum. And you and I keep talking, and we're going to get something done yeah. on, on some other projects we're looking at. Okay. okay. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, thank Pat. Thank you so much for for having me and uh, I look forward to the next time. Okay, all the best. Thanks. Okay, thanks much. Right. Bye. Bye. We'll be back right after this with Debbie Nolan and talking about another tour coming up. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And uh, we have gone from, as you were probably listening to us talking over the last ad. But anyway, we've got Debbie Nolan on and... uh, 
She's in charge of the AACA Eastern Divisional Tour, and it's going to be July the 31st through August the 3rd. Debbie, we want to uh, welcome you to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show, and taking your time to be on uh, the Classic Car Show with us today. And yeah, yeah, certainly I mean, look forward to hearing about the the tour that's well, coming. Well, up. tell us about your Thank tour. Thank you for having me. Yeah, what uh, what years? I know we were talking about up through seventy eight, but where do you start? What's the first year? Nineteen twenty eight to nineteen seventy eight, wow. and then the tour we're taking up to a hundred participants. So. Right now, we have about 70 participants signed up and about 36 cars. So it's a good-sized tour. It's a, um, one where I believe everybody will have a lot of um, camaraderie because we'll really get to know each other well. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it. Can you disclose uh, so far, and you, you've still got cars coming in, but what's the neatest car that you think, if you can uh, mention it, that's, uh, that's signed up? Well, I'm going to have to keep that one a surprise. Oh, <laughs> well, now that's not nice. <laughs> you know. Um, actually, um, there are. It's very interesting because just coming from the AACA Grand National Meet, where almost 95% of the vehicles were trailered in, we're providing free trailer parking. But out of those 35 cars, only five of them are being trailered in so these are driver cars these are ones that people use and love and uh travel all around the country in well we were talking we mentioned horsepower and i I asked you if there were any 426 hemis or 446 packs (laughs) have any of those showed up on the entry list no there's Uh, a couple mustangs uh, but not of that uh not of that power. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to ask. We we were just talking to Pat Swigert a minute ago, and and I, you know Pat and I've become friends, and I know her history. How did you get involved in this? I, what what did what got you involved with cars and uh, your love for classic cars? Oh well, it, it's it's been a circuitous route for me. I always enjoyed large, uh, you know, large motors, large sound, large cars back in the 70s in particular. But um, my husband, Tommy Nolan, he is, uh, he was a circle track racer from years back and he got into um, big motor, uh, we call them early muscle cars. And so we have a big collection of early muscle cars that we take around AACA uh, events. And then I have uh, branched off and I have Volkswagens because we always go back to the things that appealed to us when we were younger. Now you fact, don't have a always, you don't have a Volkswagen always, bus, do you? No, I don't have a bus. I have a uh, I have a '57 small over window yeah. uh, bug, and I have a '69 uh, BW, which I was really excited. It just got its senior Grand National last week. Wow! Is it a Super Beetle or a Beetle? Beetle. Beetle. A one eleven. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, did your husband ever run at Williams Grove? Yes, he did. He, wow. He ran just about everywhere. <laughs> did he go to Winchester? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. my. South Boston, all the way down. Uh, the whole, well, he used to race in the early, um, what's now known as NASCAR. It was called Grand National back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> that is that is wonderful. Well, uh, okay, let's talk about the tour. Where does the tour start? Well, our uh, hub of um, activities is in Ashland at the Host Hotel, which is Country Inn and Suites. 
uh, which is right adjacent to, if you go down 95 and you see uh, Bass Pro, it's right next to Bass Pro, which is where our um, traffic, uh, where our trailers are parked. And so each day, uh, people hub from that area. And when on Sunday, when people arrive, uh, of course, we have the typical things like a hospitality room and so forth where people can touch base and see who's there. But then we have an opening banquet that evening. And one of the things that we tried to do with this event was to really every facility um, either has a tie to history or to power <laughs> that oh, we're going to go to. Good. So, for instance, the first evening's banquet um, is at Belmont uh, Recreation Center now in golf course, but it was originally Hermitage Country Club in, in 1949. Sam Steed won the PGA Tournament uh, Championship here. Wow. So, um, for, so each each area has a connection to history that way or horsepower. Well, well ta- ta- take, it, take us through the tour. We got, we've got Monday. What, what happens Tuesday? Well, that's actually Sunday. Or Sunday, and so okay. on Monday... Monday is our big day. We we actually we are going to go all over Richmond and Central Virginia. So we leave Ashland and head out to uh, Chesterfield. And the first stop on Monday is at the Old Dominion Historic Fire Society, where they have a collection of um, uh, award-winning fire vehicles of all types in all years. Uh, really, really cool. And then flow from there to Keystone truck and tractor museum in colonial heights which they have a mind-boggling uh display of uh road trucks or semis restored pristinely um and tractors of all kinds i've never seen so many tractors in fact a big uh comment people always make is that they wonder about how much it costs to Towers on all those Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's an amazing museum um, to, to tour as well, and we'll have lunch at that location. And um, the afternoon of that day, we head out to Agecroft Hall, which is a 17th century English manor house, and it was in Richmond, and it was bought there piece by piece from Britain in 1926. So it's a a little gem sitting in the center of Richmond that most people don't even know that it's there. And we'll be touring there. And uh, we finish off that day by um, uh, people can take a tour through Carytown, which is a really eclectic uh, shopping area. And that also has a couple of places where people can pick up some uh, uh, period correct clothing if they like uh, to, you know, add to their wardrobe to match their vehicles. <laughs> So That's great. Big day on Monday. That's our big, yeah. biggest wow. uh, activity day. But uh, then on Tuesdays, we flow to, um, first thing in the morning, we go to Thornburg, Virginia, and uh, get to have a few laps on the circle track at Dominion Raceway. And it's a new complex um, that's uh, been created. It's very similar to the one in Vineland, New Jersey, that we went to to a national meet a few earlier this month it has a road course a drag strip uh circle track and we'll be able like i said to do a few laps on the circle track and take photos there uh coming across the finish line wow (laughs) okay that'll be exciting too and your husband Um, will be in the lead right (laughs) (laughs) i I think he's planning on driving the uh follow-up truck you know the rescue truck (laughs) the rescue truck (laughs) 
Yeah. So, but uh, then we have lunch there, and then we flow in the afternoon to North Anna Power Plant in Mineral, Virginia. And that's a behind-the-scenes tour of a nuclear facility, and it generates uh, all of the power pretty much in this neighborhood is 450,000 homes. Uh, so that's an, a thing, a power-related thing that most people would never get the opportunity to see behind the scenes. And we kind of concluded up that day with um, a watermelon social that evening at Center of the Universe um, Brewery here in Ashland, where it's uh, they create uh, it's a typical um, IPA type brewery. They create their own um, beer. There we'll have bluegrass music and watermelon. Wow, the, uh, watermelon <laughs> laced with something. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, Possibly, although I'm I'm not thinking of which IPA would go with. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think you're going to have to eat them separately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds great. So, and then and then Tuesday's your last Wednesday. day. Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, our last day. Um, a lot of people don't realize that Secretariat was born at the Meadow, which is near King's Dominion here in. Uh, the Richmond area oh. and before he went on to win the Triple Crown back in 1973. Right. So we start the day with a Hoofbeats of History tour at the Meadow and uh, uh, we'll actually have lunch in their manor house there. So it's it's an exciting, really interesting tour there. Um, the Leanne Layden, who is the um, tourism coordinator for that site, helped write a book about um Secretariat, and she is just a wealth of knowledge. Um, and we'll actually have a descendant of Secretariat there as well. Oh, that's so, neat. Um, yeah. Yes, it's very exciting. And oh. then um, our last two locations that we tour on that day um, are Walkerton Tavern, which is an 1825 historic tavern, and then um, Meta Farm Museum, which is an 1860s living history farm. And they'll get an opportunity to get a flavor for um, those. Both of those sites are located on what's called Old Mountain Road through Henrico, Virginia. And it was used to be the main thoroughfare in between uh, uh, Williamsburg and uh, Charlottesville. So uh, it was uh, a log road at one time. Of course, it's a, a major road now. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Well,. Uh, it, we finish up the whole thing with a closing banquet at the Cultural Arts Center in Glen Allen, which is now a visual and performing arts facility. But uh, it was originally uh, built in 1889 and added on to in 1911. It was a huh. elementary school and a high school back in the days when you had every grade going to the same school. Wow, that that's incredible. Uh, uh, I sincerely hope that a lot of your participants bring their children or grandchildren because absolutely what you you the things you've got there between the museums and, and the horse farm and the other activities to well except for the watermelon well yeah they can eat the watermelon <laughs> just keep them out of the brewery but uh, that, that to me that's an educational tour. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and besides being historical, and then you get to ride around in old cars on top of it. Absolutely. What better way to spend a few days in central Virginia? <laughs> yeah, which is gorgeous. And, of course, it's the other horse country, as we know. So. Absolutely. Deb, is, uh, is there anything that um, we've missed? Uh, we've got about a minute to go. Is there anything that uh, you want to mention right quick about the tour? 
Well, we're really excited to get people here into the um, Central Virginia area. A lot of times people, the first thing that they think of in the Richmond area, of course, is the Civil War. And, yes, we have all of that, and we'll be giving additional information out to folks who would like to um, explore the different um, uh, battlefield locations and so forth in the area. Also, recently we just um, dedicated the National Capitol Trail, which is a bike trail that runs all the way from Williamsburg to um, Charlottesville, and we there's a lot of um, national cyclists that uh, and local people who use it every day. And so there's a lot of different other activities. And of course, we're right here on the James River as well for people that would be interested in uh, coming a little earlier and or staying a little later and just enjoying the ambiance of uh, you know old the old South, so to speak. That's Debbie, great. I want to thank you for being on the Classic Car Show today and telling us about the Eastern Divisional Tour coming up July the 31st. And um, we'd, we'd like to uh, talk to you again. Let us know how it all turns out. And, uh, That'd be great. We've got to move on now. We'll be back with more tours. Mark Eckerd coming on right after this message. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. Join me each week, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, as we talk drones, Internet of Things, and technology. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we want to thank you again for listening and thank our two delightful guests that we've had... uh, Pat Swigert and Debbie Nolan, and now we have Mark Eckert on, and uh, he's going to be talking about another tour. It's the Southeastern Fall Meet. This uh, happens, actually, it's, it's, it's a little early for fall. Your old uh, meet is August the 11th through the 13th. I guess you're getting a head start on fall. Is yeah. that right, Mark? Yeah. Yes, yes, we are. A little bit early this year, but um, the uh, the uh, weather uh, committee has promised us uh, moderate temperatures as opposed to the uh, normal hot temperatures we see here in uh, North Carolina on occasion. Wow. Now, where in North Carolina are you going to have this? Uh, the town is uh, New Bern, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Okay. Ah, yeah. You know about it. Yeah. Oh, sure. You oh, know, yes. I, was amazed. I was amazed. We had a booth up at the National Convention in Philadelphia in February. Okay. And, you know, we were there. I, I was one of the people standing behind the uh, the counter uh, advertising the show, talking about Newburn. And uh, the town of Newburn sells itself. I didn't have to do a whole lot of selling. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, people would say, oh, you're the Newburn Show. Oh, we loved it down there. We've been there before, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a, a, just a really neat town, which is part of the reason why uh, my wife and I chose uh, chose it when we retired. Good. Well, I have, uh, there's a convention center and hotel right there downtown. Yes. And then there's a seafood restaurant, I think, if you walk out uh, uh, there and go across the street on a corner, if I remember yep. rightly, that was very good. Yeah, that would be Captain Ratty's. Yes, probably. yes, yeah. yeah. It takes a yep. little while. My uh, hard drive sticks once in a while, and the me- memory's <laughs> getting a little shot. <laughs> oh, my. Well, well the, uh, yeah, the whole downtown area is just really neat. A lot of uh, uh, boutique-type shops, uh, restaurants, yes. cafes, that sort of thing. Yes. Mark, Mark, the other day when we were talking, you told me something very interesting about this tour. And uh, if you don't mind relating it... Uh, how are people going to get to see the cars that are there? Well, it's it's a bit unique. You know, people are used to uh, car shows being out in the field someplace, which, you know, I'm not uh, minimizing the attraction of that, but uh, we actually, the, the Newburn uh, police, uh, the night before at midnight, go and close down all the down, uh, barricade all the downtown streets, and we actually display all the cars uh, right on the streets in front of all the historic buildings. Wow. The, uh, his- in the historic downtown area. Um, we've got about a, uh, oh gosh, about a, a two and a half uh, square block area where all the cars will be uh, on display. That's incredible. Now, what what years? Is this going to encompass the entire uh, AACA category? or? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I'm looking at the registration list here, and I, uh, uh, to date, and I'd see, I see a 1904 Pope Toledo, uh, all the way up, I think I saw a, a 78 uh, or a Cadillac Brome. <laughs> Good heavens! <laughs> That's yep. so we're gonna we're gonna have the whole uh, whole gamut of yeah. cars here. How many do you expect? A couple hundred. Well, we're uh, uh, keep our fingers crossed. Uh, we're hoping for about 300, 350. Wow! Uh, yeah, back That's in uh, back in 2010, we hosted a Grand National here. Yeah, uh, down on the downtown street, same as we're doing this year. And we actually had 511 cars. I should say vehicles because we have a lar- had a large uh, motorcycle class as well. Okay, so you, uh, people can still register up until July the 11th. Is that uh, correct? Yes, sir. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, with all the other meets going on, uh, we're we've got about 100 cars registered right now, and uh, we're we're expecting uh, of our our, uh, our registrar Jerry Reed is. Uh, uh, having Spilkas right now, uh, anticipating a, a, a huge mass of uh, regist- late registrations. But registration does close on July 11th. And July 12th, you'll get about 10 people call up and say, uh, we missed, but could we join? <laughs> well, that, that's up to national. That's not our okay. call. <laughs> but, but if it was our call, we'd say, sure, bring them on. Well, yeah, all they got to do is say they know Steve Moskowitz, and they'll be in. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh this event that you're going to have, how about accommodations? Because if I remember, New Bern's a little short on motels. Well, it's uh, it's improved quite a bit recently. Okay. Uh, the ho- yep. The uh, host hotel is Double Tree by Hilton downtown. Okay. There's also the uh, courtyard by Marriott, which oh. is also on the on the riverfront in the uh, marina area. Yeah, that's a new one, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And it's right next door to the Double Tree. Yes. Uh, so they're really kind of, you know, almost consider them co-host hotels. Right. And there's the Bridgepoint Hotel and Marina. But one of the neat, other neat things about uh, uh, Newburn 
Uh, we've had about a 30,000-person population here, uh, and downtown in the historic area, there are quite a few bed and breakfasts. Beautiful. Uh, which, are, which are just lovely. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's one of the nice things about going to the car shows. Like Amelia Island's got a bunch of bed and breakfasts, too. So. Yep. Well, yeah, for many for many years, I uh, I traveled uh, for work throughout New England and uh, the New England states, and I used to uh, stay at the bed and breakfast up there all the time. Mark, have have you all got a uh, website? Uh, if you go to the AACA website, uh, there is a link uh, that will take you to uh, the show and give you all the details there. And the, our club has a website. Uh, we are the first capital chapter. Uh, of the AACA. So if you just do a, a search for the first capital chapter, uh, you'll find it. Okay, and and there again are the details as far as somebody wanting just to come up and and, and watch the event, see the cars out on the street and so forth, and, and uh, make reservations. They can do all of that through uh, through your web or, or see the information through your website? Uh, yes, sir, you can. Um, Saturday's a car show. Yes, and the judging. What anything Friday outside of probably a judging school or judges meeting? Uh, we're going to have this is uh, Eastern North Carolina, uh, so there will be a Carolina uh, pig picking barbecue. Oh, uh, Saturday <laughs> night. I mean, we got to have that. Oh yeah, uh, that, and that's that's Friday night, and uh, and of course there'll be the usual wrap up uh, banquet Saturday night. Okay, all right. Now, what do you expect the cars to start coming in on Thursday or Friday? Because Let's say I want to get there and kind of look at the cars and talk to the owners and stuff beforehand. Yep, yep absolutely. Um, all of our parking areas for the trailers uh, will be opened up on uh, Thursday, starting Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, people can start coming on into town. Uh, we don't start actually putting cars on the field until uh, uh, 7 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, you mean on the street? Uh, on the street. Correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. The, the display cars. Yeah. Oh, that's and what what a venue you have there. I mean, I, I just I love New Bern. Yeah, and I've well, got, you know, that's, my, my wife and I were uh, living in southern New Jersey, and uh, there was six foot of snow in the backyard. And uh, my wife turned to me and she said, "I can't take the snow cold in winter anymore. Take me south." <laughs> uh, so we spent about uh, uh, two years actually uh, looking around the, the Carolinas. And uh, we weren't here in Newburn for ten minutes, and we knew that this was the place. Yeah. Now, Mark, how, how did you? Let's talk a little bit about Mark. And how yeah. did you get into the classic car hobby, and um, and and now the spokesman for the uh, tour? Well, um, I've always been uh, a car guy. Uh, kind of inherited that from my father. He always did his own work on his cars, and uh, I always uh, tagged along with him. Uh, but when it comes to uh, collector cars. Uh, unfortunately, up until uh, five, six years ago, um, most all of my money was tied up in food, clothing, shelter, and kids' college. Yes, I can <laughs> relate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it's only been the past uh, five, six years that we've had a little bit of a spare change to uh, have a little bit of fun. Uh, I, the first car we bought, a 1960 uh, Bug Eye Sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, that was soon followed up by a, a 1963 Thunderbird Sports Roadster. That is that. That's a show car. That's a gorgeous car. Does that have the two headrests too? Uh, yes, it does. Ah, okay. Yes, it does. And, and the forty-two spoke Kelsey Hayes uh, wire wheels. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, just a gorgeous car. My, my wife isn't that crazy about the color. She doesn't like uh, uh, blue, but that much. But uh, it, it's okay. Good, 
And then we, uh, uh, we've got, oh, and I wanted to mention, uh, you've been talking about these various tours. I would really encourage people out there, if they've never done one, to, to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, we did, we did the Moonshine and Mountain Mist tour, uh, out in Sevierville, Tennessee. Uh, a group of four of us here with, uh, uh Model A's, uh, drove out there, uh, total of about 1500 miles round trip. And, uh, just had, it was our first, it was the first tour that I've ever done, national tour that I've ever done. And uh, it was just an absolute blast. Yeah, they are. And and the thing, and and Dave and David and I emphasize this is the uh, bringing the children and the grandchildren along. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And there were quite a few. Uh, yeah. Not as many as you might hope, but there were quite a few out at the at the uh, Tennessee tour. Yeah, I, it's to me, it's a, a tour is a family event. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you have met or know Steve Ronaldo, our co-host and my good friend but his wife brenda puts a book together of every tour they go on with photographs and maybe some uh brochures and things like that of places they've gone to oh, wow. and she's got quite a library of these and that's that's to me a wonderful thing for a family event as you put that together too yep ab- yeah. absolutely i agree so you yeah. have you have a model a also yes sir i do uh, it's a 1928 uh, four-door leatherback. Oh, wow. Okay. I had a 30-sedan two-door at one time. Okay. Enjoyed well, it. Yeah. Well, e- each of our, uh, all of our other cars, collector cars, are all two-seaters. So um, I'd always wanted a Model A. And I said, we got to find something that we can take another couple with us when we want to go downtown to dinner. Uh, so I uh, was wandering about uh, eBay one day, and uh, there it was, the perfect <laughs> car. Wandering about eBay, that's dangerous. <laughs> uh, my wife hates when she sees that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark have, we, uh, have we missed anything? We're going to have to wrap it up. We're, we're coming towards the end of the show. Is there anything, uh, last words? Uh, no, I just encourage everybody to come on out. If you've uh, been to New Bern, I expect you'll, you will want to come. Uh, if you haven't been here to New Bern, it would be a great opportunity to check it out. Um, there's going to be some beautiful cars uh, on display. And... Uh, uh, there's a lot of things to do here in town. Tryon Palace uh, it was the English governor's palace during the colonial era. Uh, they have people in period costume uh, doing uh, tours and uh, explaining all about it. Uh, we've got the Fireman's Museum in town. So it's not just the car show. There's lots of other things to do here. Beautiful. Mark, I uh, want to thank you for coming thank you. on and uh, talking about the tour that's coming up. Keep us posted on how things are going, and uh, we might sneak you in right before the tour. Yeah. Uh, uh, that'd be great. Okay. I'd, I'd love to do it. Do appreciate right. it. We Thanks. want to thank our other guests today, uh, Pat Swigert and uh, also Debbie Nolan that came on and, and yeah. Mark Eckert. And we look forward to uh, you all tuning in again next week. We may have a couple of surprises coming your way uh, on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Stay tuned as we uh, go to the prologue right after this. You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.